Welcome to the Real Life Show Living with a Chronic Illness. We are your hosts, Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Cassie, a single mom living with a chronic illness who is extremely passionate about living a full and happy life. And I'm Chelsea, a mindset coach that has a passion for helping people learn to put themselves first and be the best version of themselves each and every day. We came together to create Spoonies Unite, an uplifting community that offers resources, guidance, and support so you can live your best life while giving you the space to be yourself, be heard, and feel understood. We hope that by providing education from experts, we help Spoonies and their loved ones thrive. This show is not only for those who live with a chronic illness, but their friends, family, spouses, and just anyone else existing on the earth. Our goal is to normalizing having a chronic illness by sharing the real stories with real people and show the world how relatable those everyday struggles can be. There's a little something in here for everyone. And of course, thank you to our patrons for your continued support making this possible. If you love our show and want to get some extra goodies, go to patreon.com slash the real spoonies unite. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of The Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. We are on day seven of our energy management workbook, The Mastering Energy Management, a guide for spoonies to create the life they've dreamed of. Again, you can find a copy on Amazon, a hard copy or Kindle copy, or you can just follow along with these podcast episodes. And but we recommend getting the workbook because there's other really great stuff in it. Yes. Like we're, we're not going over everything. So you're going to be missing out on some of the other like really great little treasures that we've put yes. in there for you. There's fun little stuff in there. And so today is the end of week one. And so we kind of haven't really talked about this yet on the podcast, but every week kind of has a theme. So like week one, we're really trying to kind of get in touch with yourself, connecting with how much energy you have, figuring out your spoons, what gives you energy, what takes your away your energy. Um, and then each week is going to have another different theme to it. And so we're going to finish up the week one, figuring out your spoons, though you will be continuing to figure out your spoons for the rest of this process. Um, But that was like a really big focus to get you started for week one. And so the question for day seven is what are some ways you can fit in some energizing activities into your daily routine? So we've asked you to think about activities that give you energy, people that give you energy, but how can you actually include those energizing things in your life on hopefully a daily basis? And one way I like to frame this is through self-care. So self-care is kind of a buzzword in our world right now. And my definition of self-care, which we have a whole episode on this towards the beginning when we first started our podcast. So scroll back and find that if you're interested in hearing it more in depth. But my definition of self-care is anything that gives you energy so you can take on the world. So (laughs) things we've been talking about. And so just kind of, I I like calling that stuff self-care, whether it's cleaning your house or doing your laundry or sleeping or exercising or talking to someone that gives you energy. Because I feel like when you call something self-care, It just makes it feel like this warm, fuzzy thing that you want to do. So that's kind of how I look at it. So Cassie, what are some ways that you kind of tried to fit in a little bit of self-care, a little bit of more energizing activities into your life? Yeah. So um, 
it was just a few days before this that I started working out every day. Um, I picked a little like at home 30 minute workout thing that I've been doing and then taking some virtual Pilates classes too. Um, I realized that more often than not movement gives me some spoons. Um, I say more often than not, because that's not always the case. Um, I also put in there that like I made decisions, like if I was um, going to be teaching a lot in a day, I maybe did a much lighter workout that day or just 10 minutes or something, but some kind of exercise or working out or movement. Um, I started making time to fit that in every day. That gives me energy meditating at night. I have meditation videos that I really like to listen to at night. Um, I've said it before, Doxy meditations on YouTube, D-A-U-C-H-S-E-Y or maybe just Y on YouTube. I like his meditation videos. I listen to those at night. They really help calm my mind and my nervous system. Um, reading for, for reading before bed rather than like scrolling on my phone or, um, watching something before bed reading really helps to just like calm everything down and get me more in the sleep mindset. And I actually admit that for the last week, I have not been reading before bed. I finished a book and I'm in between books right now. And I've been scrolling freaking Pinterest, looking at home decor stuff every night before bed. And it's nice because it shuts my brain off from like COVID and the news and everything. And home decor stuff makes me happy. But, oh, and I do wear my blue light glasses while I'm scrolling before bed because I have the lights off and stuff. But I will say that it's been an interesting learning experience because I have been having a harder time falling asleep in the last week since scrolling Pinterest before bed rather than reading before bed, which is my usual routine. Um, So I encourage you, if you have a hard time falling asleep at night, give reading a try because that might be something that could really help you. Um, Another change that I started making to uh, give more energy into the daily routine was I started having a bigger lunch and a very light dinner. Um, For those who maybe haven't listened to a lot before, I have Crohn's disease, which is a digestive disease, digestive inflammatory disease. And, um, So I have found that if I have a big dinner at night, like I don't feel good over the night. I usually wake up in pain during the night. And then in the morning, the morning's pretty rough and I won't usually even have an appetite until like lunchtime. So I, and I was like, that's not great for my system. I know that it's not because of past eating habits and research, et cetera. So I started making a conscious effort, um, due to this workbook and like those questions of like, how do I find more energy, et cetera. I started having a bigger lunch, lighter dinner. This has been helping me feel more energized in like the evening. Plus then I don't have to worry about cooking so much. So instead of like having dinner be the thing, like cooking dinner, making dinner, I just bumped that meal to lunch. So we have like spaghetti or freaking whatever for lunch um, instead of for dinner. And then dinner is more like maybe some crackers and cheese and fruit or something. Um, and then I lastly put, uh, sleeping nine to 10 hours a night is really what's good for me and my body right now. Now I would like to preface this with, I spent majority of my life, like six to eight hours a night, kind of a sleeper, um, mostly six to seven hours a night, like seven hours was usually my average sleeping a night. Um, and during the shutdown in our state was, like I said, on the last episode, I got to sleep more and I have actually found that my body prefers nine to 10 hours a night. So, um, I'm not sure 
if that's going to be realistic for me to keep once school gets back and going, but I have seen the benefits of it. So I am going to try to make that happen as best as I can. And then lastly, what I wrote down was drinking a lot of water, just like Chelsea said a couple episodes ago. Um, drinking water totally is energizing, especially we're in Kansas right now. It's summer. It's like a hundred degrees outside. The humidity is high. So it feels like 115. It's freaking humid. Guzzle that water down, baby. How about you, Chelsea? So looking back at my notes from when we went through the workbook, one thing that I wrote down was needing to prioritize my own movement. So I teach a lot of classes and pretty much every single day, Monday through Friday, I have some class that I'm teaching that I'm doing the workout with them in some capacity, whether it's the entire workout or most of it. And so it's not that I'm not moving my body, but for me, there's something different from like a mental perspective when I'm moving my body for completely my own gain. And it's not because I'm teaching a class. It's I get to work on what I want to work on or move my body in ways that feel good, which sometimes is just a lot of stretching to be completely honest, um, or some foam rolling or things like that. But prioritizing my own movements, um, placing boundaries on my working hours. Uh, y'all I'm a workaholic. I absolutely love what I do. Don't get me wrong. I love teaching Pilates and bar, I love coaching. I love teaching people about self-care. I love everything that Cassie and I create, but because I love it all so much, I tend to um, work a lot. And while some of the work that I do can can be a form of self-care and kind of fill up my cup, sometimes it's also a little draining. And so just kind of reflecting on that and probably the biggest thing for that is finding more things that I do just for me that don't have to do with being more productive for work, getting more stuff done, adding on more projects, creating more things or spending time with other people. That's literally just me doing something for me by myself, like reading, taking a bath. One of these days I'm going to learn how to do the pretty hand lettering you see on Pinterest, but haven't started that project yet. Yeah, actually, that's so funny because like when uh, we were writing our bios for this workbook and stuff like that too, I saw that in yours, Chelsea, and I was like, oh my God, you're going to have to start doing that soon. I am. It's I put it out into the world in a couple of places. And so sweet. pretty soon I'm going to have to like follow through with that. Well, yeah, especially like how you freaking said on here that I'm like writing a book and then I'm like, fuck, I haven't written for a while and I need to because okay. one day my listeners might be like, what up with where's, that book, Cassie? And then I'll be like, do you like raunchy stuff? Because if you don't, you may not want to read it. And then I'm like, maybe I need to edit it and take out some of the raunch. And then I'm like, no, no, dude. That's not the point. We got to raunch away. You can always write another non-raunchy book. Uh, Like this one fucking right now. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So we hope that this kind of has made you think about maybe one, reframing what self-care means to you a little bit. And then also kind of thinking about how you can truly fit some of those activities into your daily, weekly life. All right. I like throw another thing out there. I love, I love Harry Potter and I like listening to Harry Potter podcasts when I just need a little bit of a break. So it can be as simple as putting on a podcast that you really, really enjoy or listening to an audiobook while you're driving in your car. It can truly be simple. It does not have to be time consuming. Again, we have a whole episode on self-care. So 
we will stop taking up more of your precious time now. And if you want more information and our view on self-care and things that we do, go check out that episode. It is one of the first ones that we released, I'm pretty sure. It's towards the very beginning. So go I check know, that I out. I want to say it might even be like episode number three or something. Yeah, it's it was pretty quick. It was pretty quick. But it was a fan favorite. So you should totally it, check it out. It's true. It is one of our uh, one of our like top ten episodes ever. Mm-hmm. So, well, we will see you back here tomorrow for day eight and starting off week number two. We're a third of the way through the workbook, y'all. Yay. Thanks for staying with us. Talk to you day eight. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please write us a review to help us reach more people like you. If you'd like to connect with Cassie and I, you can find us on Instagram at The Real Spoonies Unite. You can also join our private Facebook community, Spoonies Unite, or you can visit our website, therealspooniesunite.com, for all sorts of resources and to stay up to date with our current projects. And don't worry, you can find all of these links in the show notes below. Thank you to our wonderful Spoonie patrons for all your support, and you can become one too. That's right. All you have to do is go on over to patreon.com slash therealspooniesunite, and you can get all sorts of extra goodies like videos of our episodes and more. Any support is greatly appreciated. It helps enable us to create more content for all of you, as well as make this podcast sound better and better. Thanks for listening. We can't wait to be back in your ears soon.